Welcome to Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett, and I have a couple of our leaders here at Heartbeat International with us. We're going to be talking about this year's annual conference. Uh, we have we have two conferences <laughs> happening at once at the end of March, uh, March 30th through April 1st. There's the in-person conference in Jacksonville, Florida, and then we have the virtual conference happening. So there's a lot going on that last week of March. So I'm going to have our uh, three guests go around and introduce themselves and maybe tell us how many conferences they have been to. Um, and some of them, maybe they were attending as a participant and uh, maybe others they were planning. So give us a little bit of insight into your history at the Heartbeat Conference. Hi, I'm Andrea Trudden. I am the Vice President of Communications and Marketing. And I started going to the Heartbeat Conferences in 2004. Um, first as, I think it was one of my first events. Um, so helping out as Heartbeat staff, and then moved into event coordinator role. So along the way, I have either helped plan or participated in 12 conferences, even though a couple of those I did not attend because I had babies along the way. So, um, but definitely my hands have been a part of at least 12 conferences for Heartbeat. And I'm Betty McDowell, Vice President of Ministry Services. And I have been to many, I hope no one's thinking too many, uh, but... I have been to many heartbeat conferences. Well, probably over 20 as I'm sitting here thinking about it. So, and I go all the way back to 1986 when actually I was pregnant. <laughs> so, um, at that time it was Alternatives to Abortion International. That was my first conference. And then I had the pleasure of planning the next year's conference. And so I've been involved with attending, um, mostly planning for at least 20 conferences. Yeah. And the truth is, Betty has been kind of the heart. Uh, of of the Heartbeat Conference for many, many, many years as, as far as really sh- helping shape it, bring it its character, its persona. Each conference has a different uh, sense and feel to it. Uh, so it's been great. My name is Gerald Godsey, president of Heartbeat International. And I, I've been in this role, I've been to 16, but I did go to a few before I came to Heartbeat. And it was uh, always an adventure, always fun, <laughs> always, uh, always something that was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, I know I, I came from the executive director role uh, out when I was out in Colorado to be part of the Harpy team. Mm-hmm. And someone asked me, like, after those first couple of conferences that I came in and was trying to figure out where in the world Andrea was and what was I supposed to be doing, and someone asked me and said, what is, what is it like to be behind conference? And I said, just imagine having a three-day banquet punctuated by naps. Uh, and that's what it felt like because mm-hmm. we run hard as a, as a team as heart at heartbeat. We run hard. We have a lot of fun. Uh, we get rather punchy, silly, uh, as the, yeah, as, as the, the week goes on. <laughs> and, uh, but it's fun. We have so many inside jokes, uh, that it just, it bonds us together. It unites us and it really connects us to the pregnancy help community in the, in the be- very best way. Uh, one of the whole, one of our hopes is that everybody that joins the heartbeat team as an employee, uh, uh even if they've just started, actually last year we had a couple We'll start literally on, on the first week. day of conference. And it was like, it are was they, amazing. They're still with us, I think. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Yeah. They're joining yeah, us the again. the therapy worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw a little bonus question at you that just came to mind. So I'm going to uh, pull a Jarrell question out of the air here. So what surprised you about your first conference? If you can remember the very first, maybe you walked through the doors of the hotel and what were you thinking at that point? Or th- after the week was over, what was on your mind? <laughs> Go ahead, Betty, because you started the furthest back so, that I can go in the yeah. URL. Back in the day. Um, no, the very first conference I attended, I walked in and um, 
I just thought, what am I doing here? Who are these people? And do I really fit in? That was probably what was going through my mind. And it was actually at that conference at the time back then, uh, it was announced from the stage that, hey, we want to get together next year. So who in the audience wants to host the next conference? And in my innocence and naivete, um, I had volunteered Peggy Hartshorn <laughs> to to uh, head up the next conference, a which is here, <laughs> which is which is what we ended up doing. So by the end of the conference, I was like really sold out and very excited. And I think the other thing that surprised me was the variety of people, because um, uh, again, you had you had maternity homes, you had physicians, you had those in pregnancy centers, you had those already in medical clinics. Um, so the variety was surprising to me, um, as well as as the shock of uh, at the end deciding that I did belong. So for me, it was my first real immersion into pregnancy help, because I had just started with Heartbeat International out of college with um, background in media and such. And so this was, I had started with Heartbeat, helped get materials together, and then um, was at conference. So I was surrounded by pregnancy help organizations. And it was great because I got to attend the workshops. Of course, I was working and having conversations, um, helping with the resource table and Heartbeat Central at the time and really getting to know people. But I was, um, and this is still true today, everybody is just so full of joy. Mm -hmm. And the energy when you enter the room um, was just astounding to me. And then, of course, um, getting together for praise and worship and uh, just feeling the energy even back then I I remember just um, being like this is this is a holy event and you feel it from the moment you get there and then the side conversations that I got to see by being out in heartbeat central with people just randomly going up and playing the piano together who had come together as friends from across the country and re reconnecting those connections really stuck with me so for me, this is there's not a surprise uh, to show up at a Harpy conference and realize that there's only like you know twelve guys and uh, all these it's women. Like, that was not a surprise. <laughs> it but, was the restroom, wasn't yeah. it? That there yeah. Was yeah no okay. It's always a surprise to try to figure out where in the world did they leave a men's room available, and usually it involves a sprint and uh, and getting there. But that's a whole other conversation. The 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 surprise was uh, my first conference was actually in Omaha, mm -hmm. and uh, way back when. Um, before uh, Peyton Manning made Omaha, put Omaha on the map. We went there, but it was a surprise, not that there were 12 guys at the conference, but that we managed to all pile into two vehicles to get to a steakhouse because they were serving salad once again. And uh, we, we went to find uh, some manly food, and it was really fun. Uh, that was a good good time. We've we've since, uh, now that I've been on the planning side, uh, we've, we've upgraded Diversified our... Diversified a bit. Yeah, we've upgraded our, our menu to make sure that the guys are, are engaged as well. So, But that was really fun, really fun moment to connect and but really what Andrew was just talking about is to me the most surprising thing that overall that I've experienced at conference and that's standing together and worshiping and being together and feeling this sense of tr of community it exists it exists as it is but but the conference is exactly where I feel it the most mm -hmm. and for people who generally have kind of walk the path of feeling like, oh my goodness, if I raise my head out of the bunker, it's going to get blown off, right? This is what we felt like in the 90s and the 2000s. And frankly, even uh, today, when we feel such a, such attack from those that stand against our mission, mm -hmm. why they do, I don't know, but they do, and we feel it. 
And so to stand together amongst people who and realize like I'm not alone, I'm not mm-hmm. by myself. It's, it's tangible proof. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. It, it, and and I I wish for those that that uh, have never made to made it to a conference to come if for no other reason than to stand with your brothers and sisters, mostly sisters, um, <laughs> who who are in this work together and we're a part of something that really is. I really appreciate that word, uh, Andrea, a holy mission. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Glad I asked that question. Those good answers. So let's talk about the theme. Last year, the theme was essential. We talked about Heartbeat's 50th anniversary. Uh, This is our 51st anniversary. So the theme is Onward. Now, who came up with that theme? And tell me a little bit about how you came up with it and what that means to you. So you know how a lot of times people will like pray and ask God for like a word for a year. So something that would, that makes them aware, heightens their awareness to pay attention to that. And, and really, as we have prayed, sometimes God gives us a, spe- a specific scripture and he did, which we'll have Andrea share that in a minute. Um, but we, we do, we really pray and seek what is that? And then we're heightened to that word. And certainly we've had great words um, in the past that have really defined what was happening. But I think I'm not sure when we picked essential and how that all happened in place, but, but that was, it was so relevant to us. And last year we had such a great opportunity to celebrate uh, the history of Heartbeat. It was our 50th um, birthday. And so we are like, okay, we celebrated that. Now it's time to move onward. It made perfect sense. And uh, so the more that we talked about it, I don't know that any one of us gets to really take credit for it because we were all talking about uh, what it meant to move forward or onward and, and what scriptures come to mind. And it's always fun when we come to this place of consensus where it's like, this is what we believe God's given us. And so we based it on the scripture. Andrew, if you want to read that. Yes, it's Philippians 3.12. I'm not saying that I have all this together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal, where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. Great scripture. Mm-hmm. And it really does define, you know, we, we were looking at the last 50 years We've celebrated that. We've um, rejoiced in what God has accomplished. But then we turn our face towards the next 50 years and what God has yet to do, what he's desiring to do. And even as the kind of the ground shifts underneath us, we have this sense of stepping into that future in a big way because we're moving onward. And I love it too, because it doesn't like, we know that we are moving forward. We know that we are moving toward a goal, but it has a sense of adventure to it too, which Mm -hmm. I quite appreciate. (laughs) So let's talk about the the um, different events that happen during conference. We have workshops, we have um, worship, we have time of keynote speakers. Uh, what are some of those moments in the past? Maybe pick one moment from a past conference that really impacted you or even a moment from a workshop, something you learned or somebody you talked to that you came back and it impacted the way that you worked um, at your center, if you were at a, a center at the time, or maybe even your work at Heartbeat. How did that change uh, perspective or change a direction that you were working towards? Um, I'll start that off. It, it actually, this is something that happens to me at every every conference, and it's the Servant Leader Award. And I can find myself actually tearing up just thinking about that because um, we look in the movement to see 
who is in the movement and who is really affecting the movement uh, that really represent that heart of a servant leader. Um, it's, it's kind of the, the upside down pyramid of, you, know, you tend to think of the leader at the very top and people are serving that leader, but, uh, really servant leadership is that flipped. And so it's always fun to be aware and look and discover and, uh, and you know of people in the movement. There are so many who have such servant hearts and that servant heart of leadership. And to be able to acknowledge those folks, which is a surprise to them. Uh, but again, that reminder of the heart of a servant leader who has such passion for what we do and to acknowledge them. Um, for me, it's, it's a very humbling moment. Um, and it's always fun to be behind the scenes to find a way to really encourage that particular person or persons. Uh, so every year, I think that has such a great impact on me. I could think of a few others, but I'll let someone else grab the mic on that. I love, and you guys don't know where I'm going with this right away. It's a game almost to find the hidden theme hmm. of the conference. Yeah, good point. <laughs> and it comes out in all different ways. So it'll start with kind of, hmm. I'll, I'll reference a conference from a couple of years ago. We seem to have a lot more adoption organizations mm -hmm. exhibiting this year. And so, okay, I'll take note of that. And then all of a sudden, like we always give our theme and our scripture to who we ask to keynote for us and do praise and worship and such. And somehow just this hidden theme gets mm. introduced, unbeknownst to us that they have planned for this in there. And it's not according to our specific theme, like onward. But if we see like all these adoption organizations exhibiting, then all of a sudden, somebody from praise and worship will share their adoption story. And then a keynote will reference that their daughter just adopted. And it's all this beautiful thing, um, theme that we discover. And we kind of at staff meetings at night, will kind of ask the questions like, would you hear today? And it's kind of always fun for us. Um, one, because it kind of gives us a glimpse as to what's to come. And it shows kind of where the trends are going and how it's impacting lives, as well as, of course, giving us that uh, renewed energy, because there's always a very make you cry story at the end of those <laughs> keynotes. And for me, it's and this is every conference. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it comes to mind. And yes, you know what, every conference has rich and beneficial teaching, training, and encouragement. Every conference has this sense of inspiration and involvement. Um, yet, one of the most, most like, memorable things for me is actually traveling to conference. Ah. I did it, I did it as a, as a executive director in a center. And I would, I would get to know more about the people I worked with every day when we had to lug or we had to rush from one airport or one t airport terminal to the other. And adventure. We, yeah, adventure. <laughs> so when we had to kind of encounter things like, well, how do we do this or how do we do that? And, and, and Betty shared a while ago, uh, with us, um, many years ago that, uh, you know, it's really been a good, outing beneficial outing when you have inside jokes mm -hmm. and and those kind of things typically occur when you're trying to figure out like what to, where to stop for to eat or where where to go as a, as a team and i know for uh for me when i came to the heartbeat team that became the next adventure as far as traveling together and we have a a, a, a much bigger group now than we did before <laughs> there used to be like a handful of us um and we had we had uh uh, opportunity to travel, but going and trying to find 
uh, a lunch together and, and, and ending up in places that we didn't anticipate being or just having the opportunity to gather together and, and laugh through some moments. And as we do at staff meeting, we, we, we do ask that question. Andrew said, what did you hear? What did you say? And we hear some very <laughs> funny things and we hear some very holy things as well. Mm-hmm. And, and we would be remiss to, to not mention this because I think uh, obviously one of the things that's very unique at any kind of conference it's that we are heartbeat international. Mm-hmm. And so not only welcoming the nations, the new countries, uh, but the parade of nations, uh, which always seems to end in a wonderful standing ovation. And I can't get through that either. I cry. I cry my way through that as well. Um, just to be able, especially when you think of the times now mm-hmm. and all that people have been through, to be able to gather together, to be able to acknowledge, even if that nation can't be there in person, although we will have several who will be there, um, but to be able to wave that flag and to um, acknowledge, it's, again, it's that tangible thing that you are not alone, not alone in the U.S., also not alone in the world. It's, it's true. That's a powerful moment as we remember to celebrate. If we think it's difficult in the U.S., mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's that much harder in places where their economies are not anywhere near ours. Their, uh, their culture of charity is not the same as ours. The, um, sometimes the oppression from the governments are greater than ours, although I think all of us have experienced that in the last couple of years mm-hmm. just to a greater degree. But it gives us an opportunity really to celebrate who they are and, and the challenges that they face mm-hmm. and stand with them and celebrate them. I, I agree, Betty. That's a phenomenal moment at every conference. These are all really good things to bring up and highlights of conference. So I love hearing about it and remembering all the different events that happen. And there's even more, too. Uh, we could be talking about this for hours and still have more stories and ideas and things uh, that have happened in the past. But um, if you want to hear more, we're going to be recording a few podcast episodes during the conference. So we'll hopefully capture some of those stories that we can share with our listeners as well. I have one more question for each of you as you're getting ready to pack for conference and head on a plane or I know some people are driving, some people live close by, some people are coming from the other side of the world. So everyone's thinking about what they're packing. What would you tell somebody who is packing for conference? What is one thing to bring? Uh, Don't say an open mind. Be a little more creative than that. What's one thing to bring? I wasn't going to be creative. I was going to be very practical. Bring a sweater (laughs) because all of layers are your friends. And we we do have the... um, luxury of being in Jacksonville, which is beautiful. And we're right on the river. And you're going to want to take some time to get outside either at night, just right outside the door. Actually, our rooms have sliders that you can open and just breathe in the fresh air. Um, But also our workshop rooms, people have different temperature, body temperatures. We understand that. So if you tend to be chilly, bring a sweater, but also um, make sure that you have your phone so that you can take many pictures along the way. Um, We will have our app that you can upload pictures to. And then, of course, on social media, but also just to have for yourself the memories, because a lot of time this is when. We come together and um, a friend of ours told us earlier this week, it's like a big family reunion. Um, I think of the exhibitors who come together and they see each other again and just be ready for so many hugs, Um, (laughs) but, but also to take that picture back with you as you're making memories. So the practical is, is definitely shoes. Um, brand new ones that you've yeah, never yeah. worn before. <laughs> never, never. Yeah, that's great advice. Never bring a brand new pair of shoes and plan to break them in at a conference. So you you heard it here first, folks. Don't do that. Um, so that's the practical. The other is, um, I know you don't like to go out to the nebulous stuff, Christine, but I'm going to give you anticipation. 
um, you got to bring your anticipation because uh, while we have a wonderful program planned, it's it's great, it's strong. There is something for everybody, whether you are new or you have been around like me for a very long time. Um, there is something there for you, and so um, you want to come ready and excited. And and as has been pointed out, how we set this program, we do all this work, but we know that right unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain. And the Lord has uh, yet to leave us in a place of disappointment, uh, always shows up and there's always wonderful things that happen that flow through and in the conference. So that's where I would I'm go. surprised you didn't say product. <laughs> that's usually why she has to have a check bag is because of product. Um, uh, speaking hair, of that. That's hair product, yeah, by the way, yeah, just to product, clarify. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's uh, I, it, pack what you want, but I encourage you to put a, a change of clothes in your carry-on. <laughs> Just in case. Oh, Just yes. in case. That is that is a very smart move. Very smart. Because you never know, especially these days. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I would encourage that. Really, I, there's a couple of other things. I would encourage you to pack your curiosity. Uh, no matter where you are in the movement, no matter where you are in the movement, if you just got here and you're wondering, oh my gosh, what did I step into, which all of us have felt at one point, or you've been at, been at this for many, many years, pack your curiosity and, uh, uh, encourage questions, um, and, and, and ask questions of those that you sit next to, uh, it, at meals or you're standing in the coffee line and there are coffee lines and, and it, no matter where you are, bring your curiosity, uh, because I think that the Lord will honor that and he'll bless you and all of us can learn from each other. And then to follow up conference, I always like to um, tell everybody, be prepared to absorb the information over the next few days. Mm -hmm. Because while you're at conference, you're getting inspiration, you're getting tons of workshops, you're getting materials, and you're meeting with amazing exhibitors with a lot more details, a lot of things for your center. Take that time. Do not feel that you need to know all the answers right then and there and get started on Monday implementing 20 things, but rather let it settle with you and don't allow it to overwhelm you. Just kind of pause and pray on it and then set your priority list and see what you can implement starting at that point. Great. Good ideas. Love it. All right. Well, hey, thank you for uh, joining us and sharing a little bit about conference. And if you are attending conference and you're listening to this, make sure you find uh, Jarrell Betty and Andrea and say hello and let them know that you heard their uh, podcast episode. And uh, if you would like to learn more about Heartbeat's annual conference, visit heartbeatservices.org. It's right on the homepage. You can learn more. And even if you can't join us in person, you can sign up for the virtual conference. And that's still an incredible experience. We have a virtual exhibit hall, which is pretty cool. You can still talk to other people, chat with others on discussion boards. Uh, so you're going to get an amazing it's experience. A totally separate conference. It is like, different yeah, workshops. Yeah. So there's there really is something for everyone on both in person and virtual. So check it out. Even if you're just if we've just piqued your curiosity even a little, go check it out. Heartbeatservices.org. So with that, uh, we thank you for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast. <laughs>